0: Okay part two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so I don't know what just happened, but hey,
0: we can just this is just part two. <laughs> right. No, I mean, what I was, no, what I was saying when we, we could
1: got, load up the first one,
0: right? Yeah, you can still load up the first one part. So what I was saying is that that quote that I that I used a lot, uh, it talks about your highest good, right? So when you talk about things that no longer serve you, things that are not for your highest good, why would you want that in your life? Even if it's people, if our experiences or things, a job, whatever that may be, if what is in your life right now is not for your highest good, then you don't want it in your life. Now, here's where people get confused. My highest good may not be necessarily uh, anything that, that my mind would agree with, for example, like in your case, cancer. In my case, going through a divorce and losing my wife and losing my family. Those are things that I, I didn't want to happen. You didn't want cancer to happen. But if you look back on it, right, if you look back on those difficult, challenging experiences that we would have never chosen if we were given the option, did they grow you or did they destroy you? And I haven't heard anybody answer this question and say no. Everyone has said, no, that grew me. I was better because of it. The next time the difficult and the, and the challenging experience comes, we don't remember that. We don't remember that this is happening for my highest good, that this is going to grow me. I'm going to be better as a result. And so as a coach, what I teach people, if I were to break it down to the, to the easiest or the simplest way, is teach them how to find the meaning and the purpose for the difficult experience while they're going through it rather than after. Look for, how is this serving me? And that absolutely is not selfish by any way, shape, or form because you should be looking for things that are going to serve you, serve your highest good. So in,
1: in realizing that Running my Airbnbs was fun, um, and it was a great income generator. I began to get some unsavory guests, and I'm, I'm going to say it. They were just unsavory guests, and it became more of a problem than it was fun. And it was it was just, it seemed like more trouble than it was worth. And I was definitely ready to shut that down. Financially, I had to sell the house. I didn't have a choice. It was too big. It was too much. It did not serve me anymore. The house was a place where the girls were raised. They went to the school district that I wanted them to go to. They did well. They received their academic scholarships. It Mm -hmm. served its purpose. There you go. It no longer serves me. It no longer serves me because I can't sleep because because now these people that used to be fun are perfect strangers that are kind of creepy and and uh you know you've got it just it's not worth it. It's you just realize it's it's just not worth it. And and so you slowly have to do that, and then you have to come to grips with the fact with that you just this part of your life is over. You've gotta let it go. I thought the penthouse was gonna maybe be a distraction. It would be helpful. And you know what? It's wonderful. It's a wonderful penthouse. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I, I was still sick. I was still, um, feeling a lot of the leftover stuff from chemo, from cancer, from medications that was on from just being tired, just, and, and the, the, the side thing is just, I guess no one really talks about this, but I'm going to say it. It's a total mind fuck. And, um, and so in the midst of everything, I always say, you know, it doesn't, this does not serve me. It must go. It does not serve me. It must go. It does not. serve. and I've been using that, like, like it's going out of style, like with zero regard, like fuera, fuera. <laughs> this doesn't serve me, fuera, buenos, buenos. you know, but then I stop and I think, like, well, then where, at what point do I learn to be with, like, things that don't serve me, but I have to learn to empathize and be a, a I don't know, a good human being, a good neighbor, a good, you know?
0: Does that well, make there's a, there's, Yeah, it makes perfect sense. There's a difference between, like... um for example, being being of service, right? I think that's what you're finding, like how, be, being of service to others, right? If somebody were to like ask you, hey, can you help me out with something, or can hey, can you do this for me? If if the, the the key here is whatever you're about to do, if it doesn't harm anyone, first of all, if it doesn't harm you, if it doesn't put you in harm's way, if it doesn't harm anyone, then then do it, you know? Right. If, 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 if it's coming, for example, if it's something about maybe giving, if it doesn't hurt you financially, if it doesn't put you in a bind financially, then do it. And if you can't do it then give what you can or help however you can. You know, you may a lot of people can give with their time. People can give with their money. People can give with their stuff. You know, just being there, your presence, your words can be of service to somebody else. It doesn't have to be in any specific certain way. Like, oh well, if you don't give money, then you're not being helpful, or you're not being compassionate, or you're not, or you're not being giving, or you're not being, uh, you're not being a good human uh, humanitarian, or whatever. There's so many ways you can serve. The best way to find is how is it best to serve that is the most authentic and genuine way for you. And what way do you feel called to serve? Right. And and if, and if whatever it is you're being asked to do is it, not in line, and this is the key. You really have to spend time with yourself, find out who you really are. What are your values? What is your mission? What is your vision? What do you stand for? And and then those things become sort of like your your boundaries in a way because you're not going to do anything that isn't in line with that. For example, as you know, I was a professional dancer for many years and you could say that teaching dance was was is in line with my mission today. Like my mission today is to Number one, find peace within myself, and that's a continued journey. And then, if I can help others find it within themselves, great. If I can help people turn their personal conflicts into fuel for personal growth, so they can heal and find peace, great. So, could you say that if you come to me and say, "Hey, Angel, you know, dance has been—it's been really important for me. It's something that I've always wanted to do. It's been a long-time goal of mine. I've never done it. You know, uh, my, I have friends that dance, and I just—I'm just not good at it. And I would love to do it. If I help you. Accomplish that? Would would you say that I bring that? That brings you a sense of peace. Sure, because you were able to do right. So, is is that in, in alignment with my mission? Yeah, you could say yes. But then, is that is that in the most? Is that the way that I get the most fulfillment? That I get to maximize the gift that I'm bringing out into the world. Is that the best way that I could really serve? And do and do I get the most fulfillment in doing so? And the answer is no. So then I'm going to get really specific. I'm going to get real clear. It's what uh, they, what they call definiteness of purpose. And then anything that is not in alignment with that purpose and that vision and those values, you don't do it. Whether that is a person, a friend, whether that's a business opportunity, whether that's a job opportunity, whatever that might be. You know, when I got really clear, those things that you were talking about, I started doing these things that you were like, what is he doing? You know, how is he going to make this happen? I had to tell people. I was I was graphic designing. I was dancing. and I, I was, uh, yeah. And I was doing, um, and I had a regular job. So I had to tell all the people that I was graphic designing t- to, I said, sorry, I can no longer do this. My nine to five, I told my boss, sorry, I can no longer do this. Dance, I had to tell dance, sorry, I can no longer do this because this is not going to take me where I said I want to go. So I had to say no to anything that wasn't in alignment with my vision, with my purpose, with my calling. And I literally said no. And I walked away from it because it didn't serve my highest good. In fact, it was taking me away from taking the proper steps, being open to the right opportunities. To be able to get there. It's what uh, um, Dr. Wayne Dyer talks about decluttering your schedule.
1: Right. Right, right, right. I, he's one of the podcasts I listen to every morning.
0: Yep. You got to do it. And so if he doesn't serve you and if it he doesn't help you serve, then you just don't do it. And that is not selfish. Now, people can hide behind the facade of spirituality and growth for selfish reasons. People do do that. And 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 I can see why it could be like a cash like Cash Twenty Two like ah I don't know this doesn't feel because there's bad apples everywhere. There are people that hide behind the the persona of I'm I'm in a spiritual growth place and this doesn't.